This has gone so far off the rails. <laughs> Holy shit. How about Clint Bitten? Take a taste. Stab yeah, on your finger. Like that too. I guess. Oh! No! Oh, no. I don't know how to use this. It's white I'm people. Probing the unknownable. Yes. Well, there's good English dickheads. I enjoy Grandma's Mickey, the, the banana. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Bocce ball. <laughs> Granny had no teeth. Fuck you. I never brushed my fucking teeth. I beat my instrument. I don't know if I'll do it on air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it should just be an hour of us tuning and then say, like, thank you. And <laughs> he spewed. <laughs> he oh my god. <laughs> it's over. Fuck you, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. That'll be a nail painter. <laughs> <laughs> a nail biter. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't quite put my finger on. I'm glad. I'm glad you got to it. Nail biter. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I, I was thinking knee slapper, but I was like, nah. That's not the right word. What's the right word? Nail biter. Ah, that's it. Ah, that's it. Yeah. Nail biter. Nail biter. You all better repent! Welcome to Happy Ending Pod Show. Yes. Little Christopher Walken reading The Raven. Can't go wrong. No. You ever hear this? No. Suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. To some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my visitor, chamber door. I muttered, only this, and nothing, nothing more. more. He's got such a case, I know, naturally. It was in the bleak December. Gotta love him. And, and then you put it on Poe. It's just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just suit it for each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. So in case no one's guessed it, Bob. Yeah, let let's clue them in. Yeah, we're. Uh, I think you like the sound effects. Yeah, that's what helps it with the creep. Yeah, yeah. Like a creaky house. Yep. There, a little louder. It's not gonna hurt. Sad, um, Edgar Allan Poe. That's right. If, if you're doing Halloween, so kind of got to at least mention him. Yeah, yeah, at the very least. I, I mean, talk about helping create the macabre. Yeah, the, the macabre, um, the, the, the gothic era. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, big. Contributor to that, um, yeah, yeah. poster child in some respects. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do an Edgar Allan Poe episode today, and uh, we got a whole bunch of Edgar Allan Poe stuff, and we are drinking the poet, the poet B three Halloween three B folks. That's right. If I can read, you want a light? No, I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So brought to us by New Holland Brewery. It is the poet, and it is an oatmeal stout, and it clocks in at an ABV of 5.8%, and that's all you need to know, because that's all that's on the label. Doesn't matter. Oh, sorry. Roasted. Rich. Creamy. 
it, yeah. I, yeah. That's it. Yeah. You don't, that, you don't need nothing else because that's what yeah. it tastes like. Anything else is excessive. That's that's all the flavors you get. It's, it's short, sweet, to the point. It's, yeah. It's everything you need to know and about the beer. If you don't know if you're going to... Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, just an oatmeal stout with those flavor profiles. If that's not enough to sell you on it, move along. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that it has uh, a moon with a raven perched on a yeah, branch in I front should, of it. I should have gone over the label. Yeah. I'm stupid for not doing no, that. That's okay. I, that is great. The, the raven on the branch behind in front of a full moon. Yeah. And then the uh, the font is very much like Poe's handwriting. Yes, yes. So it's it's a well thought out design. Yeah. And it's good. I've had it before. <laughs> I think we had it on the Halloween episodes yeah. last year. Yeah, it's delicious. But no, I, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah. And uh, it's probably a year-round beer. It's not a seasonal one, I think. No, I think it's seasonal. Oh, is it? Okay. I think so. I'm not 100% sure. It makes sense if it were year-round because it's oatmeal. True. But either way, save it for the spooky times. Yeah. The, the cooler times. I'm drinking. I'm enjoying it. I'm drinking it. I'm drinking it, too. And enjoying it. Coined a new phrase there in drinking it. So we are listening to Christopher Walken and the Raven in the background. Since it is a Poe episode. Yes. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe, where do you begin? From the beginning? His birth? <laughs> his birth, his life, his death. You might recall all of the arrest. Did you have a good time when you lived? Uh, before you died, enough to base a movie on? <laughs> I don't know why I quoted Morrison for this. Yeah. Poorly by my dad. January 19th, 1809. All right. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe was born. Uh, he was a poet, an editor, literary critic, a writer, American writer. Uh, best known for his poetry and short stories, particularly his tales of mystery and the macabre. Uh, he is widely regarded as a central figure of romanticism in the United States of America. Of American literature as a whole. I'm sorry. Got ahead of my reading. Uh, he was one of the country's earliest practitioners of the short story. Okay. Um, he's also generally considered the inventor of the detective fiction genre. Really? Imagine that. I did not know that. Yes. That's... Uh, it was the first... Uh, he was also uh, credited with contributing to the emerging emerging genre of science fiction okay that's interesting uh, Poe po was the first well known American writer to earn a living through writing alone resulting in a financially difficult life and career <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I believe that's where like the, the notion of the starving artist came I was just from. gonna say yeah um, and it continues okay yeah unless you die then you're I mean, yes. You figure with what <laughs> I thought you were talking about the 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 music in the background, not the oh no, it's about starving artists. Artist. Yeah, an artist, you know, because even Poe died probably broke, not wealthy, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, but how many movies? How many? How many times has his books and stories been rewritten or been republished? It, it, exactly, new new collections, new editions. Yeah. Knew this, knew that, annotations, forwards, yeah. stuff like that, and his him, the, his himself. The ex, yeah, how many times has he been represented or exactly. inspired characters yeah. and stuff like that? So it's uh, 
yeah, and, and then there's the, the direct stuff that he inspired, but what about the stuff that he tangentially inspired that oh, yeah. people don't give credit yeah. for it? So. Yeah. Well, why should they? He's dead. They don't have to pay him. <laughs> I mean, it, that's... that's well, people don't people don't like admitting that they got an idea from someone. Yeah, else, so. yeah. I mean, it's one thing to cover or copy or imitate. Yeah, it's another to blatantly steal and exactly. You know, and that's part of the problem today and what's going to be coming up soon. A lot of this stuff has been forgotten. So it'll once it comes, it's going to be new to people. Once it's redone by somebody who. It's it, it's cyclical. Yeah, it, it it goes out of the the collective consciousness and then yeah. it, and it comes back around again. Yeah, a whole whole new wave of people yeah, it, oh, discovering it for yeah. the first time and and not knowing it. it exactly, not knowing that it's been done before. Yeah, every everything that's old is new again. Yeah, so. just watch our reaction cover videos. <laughs> exactly, we're 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 the living embodiment of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Uh. The name Poe brings to mind images of murderers and madmen, premature burials, and mysterious women who return from the dead. I mean, that, that's just Halloween. It's it, yeah, it was it, it was an artist meant for a, a holiday. Yeah, his works have been in print since 1827. So now, remind you, born 1829, his works have been in print since 1827. Wait, say that again? You said 1829. I'm sorry, he was born 1809. Yeah. I, I, I did read something. I don't know what if you have it in your article, so I don't want to step on your toes, but okay. it was first published at 18. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. His works yeah. have been in print since 1827. Yeah. Well, the math would bear that out. Yes. So that's... <laughs> I that's know, impressive. I don't know what his first ones were, but... His first publication? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to see. I don't know. I may have it in here. Oh. I'll okay. see what I can find. I won't interrupt. I'll let you keep Oh, going. well, whatever. You can interrupt. <laughs> um, such a... What was I here? Such literary classics as The Telltale Heart, The Raven, and The Fall of the House of Usher. This versatile writer's... Oliver? Oh, boy. Oliver? I should have proofread it. Yes. What the hell is O-E-U-V-R-E? Include short stories, poetry, um, include short stories, poetry, a novel, a textbook, a book of scientific theory, and hundreds of essays and book reviews. He is widely acknowledged as the inventor of the modern detective story, which I already said, and an innovator in the science fiction genre. But he made his living as America's first great literary critic and theoretic, theoretician. Poe's reputation today rests primarily on his tales of terror as well as on his haunting lyric poetry. You can't disagree with that. No. Unique style for sure. That's, oh, yeah. That's why he's as, as well known as he is. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I, I just find it so interesting that he was a critic. Yeah. That You hardly ever hear anything about that, that he was a critic. Yeah, because it I mean, stinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a how does you know how you he writes in such his own style? Nobody else was writing like this or has written like this. No. Um, and to be for him to be able to criticize others, well, he he has the uh, the I don't know if authority is the right word, but education. He, he has the yeah he has the 
the stance or the the capabilities to do so. He's, okay, he's like set up. It's not. It's not like somebody completely qualifications. That's the word I was there struggling to yeah, find. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. qualified to do so. Okay, yeah. well, just imagine reading Charles Schultz as Edgar Allan Poe, and, and it's just. Garbage because Snoopy's not <laughs> killing anybody. <laughs> but uh, also on that same thought process, like imagine, like you, you're, you were, you're being critiqued, and then you find out Edgar Allan Poe's critiquing your yeah, work. Yeah. You're going, ah, shit, there goes my career uh, if he doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're <laughs> right. Done for. Yeah. <sighs> That's I can't imagine. Don't worry, but uh, just as bizarre the characters in Poe stories have captured the public imagination, so too has Poe himself. He is often seen as a morbid, mysterious figure lurking in the shadows of moonlight cemeteries or crumbling castles. This is the Poe of legend. But what? But much of what we know about Poe is wrong, the product of a biography written by one of his enemies in an attempt to defame the author's name. The real Poe was born to traveling actors in Boston on January 19, 1809, but within three years both of his parents had died. Poe was taken in by a wealthy tobacco merchant, John Allen, and his wife, Frances Valentine Allen, in Richmond, Virginia, while his brother and sister went to live with other families. Wow. That's that's rough. Yeah. Mr. Allen reared Poe to be a businessman and a Virginia gentleman, but Poe dreamt of emulating his childhood hero, the British poet Lord Byron. So. Slightly different paths. How many books of Lord Byron's can you think of? None. Exactly. I know the name really. I, like it's a name to be thought of. And you go, ooh, Lord Byron. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, it's just a great. Yeah, ooh, it's a name. I'm Lord Byron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've written stuff. You know, that'd be a good thing Did you write the Raven. Did you write the monkeys, Paul? <laughs> that'd be a good thing. Is to go to parties just to get people to think you're real Lord. smart and have nobody question you. Is uh, I read Lord Byron, <laughs> and people are like, oh. Oh. I thought we were going to parties dressed up as Lord Byron. Yes. <laughs> we are now. Uh, the backs of some of Alan's ledger sheets reveal early poetic verses scrawled in the young Poe's handwriting and show how little interest Edgar had in the tobacco business. Can't blame him. So, real quick, the two possibly most famous things by Don Juan. Or, no, by Don, Don Juan. <laughs> Lord Byron are Don Juan and She Walks in Beauty. Okay, so Don Juan. That makes yeah. sense. Those are the two more I don't famous. know if She Walks in Beauty, but Don Juan is... Uh, it's been made in a movie a couple times. Yeah. yeah. But I, I guess at the time, that's... Uh, but was Vincent Price and Don Juan? Not in the original writings. <laughs> Christopher Lee? Sadly, no. Okay. <laughs> 1826, Poe left Richmond to attend the University of Virginia, where he excelled in his classes but accumulated considerable debt. The miserly Allen had sent Poe to college with the less than a third of the funds he needed, and Poe soon took up gambling to raise money to pay his expenses. By the end of his first term, Poe was so desperately poor that he burned his furniture to keep warm. Humiliated by his poetry and furious with Allen, Poe was forced to drop out of school and return to Richmond. However, matters continued to worsen. He visited the home of his fiancée, Elmira Royster, only to discover that she had become engaged to another man. Wow. A letter would have been nice. You think? You're already engaged, maybe. 
I mean, to find out by getting the clap from her was probably a little (laughs) rough, too. The heartbroken Poe's last few months in the Allen mansion were punctuated with increasing hostility towards Allen until Poe finally stormed out of the home in a quixotic quest to become a great poet and a fine adventure. He accomplished the former by publishing his first book, Tamerlane. Yes. Okay. Uh, When he was only 18, to achieve the latter, he enlisted in the United States Army. The two years he entered the U.S. Army at West Point while continuing to write and publish poetry. Um, But after only eight months at West Point, Poe was thrown out. (laughs) Yeah, I I could see that happening. The the heavily artistic, I don't think, uh, confined too well to military regulations. You would think he was the original goth. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean... No goth sense has been able to do what he does. No. And any good goth nowadays is just taking their shit off on OnlyFans. Um, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, playing with moths. Yeah, and, and um, allergic to sunlight. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm all right. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> no, it's just an, I was. I don't have a problem with it here. Yeah. I was just making a statement that that's also something else they do. Tender nipples. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Broken alone. That, that's her profile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's her Twitter handle. Broken alone. Poe turned to Baltimore. And that's the name of the failures. <laughs> Broken, Broken alone. alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On lonely fans. Um, uh, Poe. Uh, what I turned to Baltimore, his late father's home, and called upon relatives in the city. One of Poe's cousins robbed him in the night, but another relative, Poe Aunt Maria Clem became a new mother to him and welcomed him into her home. Clem's daughter, Virginia, first acted as a courier to carry letters to Poe's lady loves, but soon became the object of his desire. Excuse me. So, yeah, his cousin. Yep, first cousin. Yeah. While Poe was in Baltimore, John Allen died, leaving Poe out of his will. Surprise! (laughs) Which did, however, provide for an illegitimate child whom Allen had never seen. By then, Poe was living in a poverty in poverty, but had started publishing his short stories. One of which won a contest sponsored by the Saturday Visitor. The connections Poe established through the contest allowed him to publish more stories and to eventually gain an editorial position at the Southern Literary Messenger in Richmond. As a Southern, no, it says at the Southern Literary Messenger. So that was the name That's of the, the paper. The yeah. yeah, it was at this magazine. Never mind. That Poe finally found his life's work as a magazine writer. Within a year, Poe helped the Messenger make the Messenger the most popular magazine in the South with his sensational stories and his scathing book reviews. Poe soon developed a reputation as a fearless critic who not only attacked an author's work but also insulted the author and the Northern Northern Literary Establishment. Poe targeted some of the most famous writers in the country. One of his victims was the anthologist and editor Rufus Griswold. First off, your name's Rufus. <laughs> yeah. Um, did he write Christmas Vacation? <laughs> He's the great, 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 great ancestor of Clark. Clark. Yeah. Rufus, it's actually Clark Rufus Griswold. <laughs> I don't remember Clark's middle initial. <sighs> Sorry, I had to finish Die. the poet. Couldn't help it. Pardon. <laughs> now, this is, you know... Clark W. Griswold. Yes, that's what it was. So, Clark uh, Ru- Woofus. 
<laughs> Somewhere down the family tree, somebody had a speech about he's, it. <laughs> he's named after his great, 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 three times removed. Uh, Grandfather's dog. Yes. Woofus. Woofus. <laughs> Woofus. <laughs> um, at the age of 27. Now, mind you, 27. Still quite young. Yeah. Uh, Pope brought Maria and Virginia Clem to Richmond and married Virginia. So he married his cousin. Yes. Uh, who was not yet 14. I do remember seeing something about that. Quite, uh, quite young and quite related. Literally... <laughs> 14 years older. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. The marriage proved a happy one, but money was always tight. Dissatisfied with his low pay and lack of editorial control at the Messenger, Poe moved to New York City and to Philadelphia a year later, where he wrote a number of different magazines for different magazines. In spite of his growing fame, Poe was still barely able to make a living. For the publication of his first book to sh- of short stories, Tales of the Grotesque, and uh, arboresque arabesque arabesque he was paid with 25 copies of his book oof well he ain't making shit there no because now <laughs> you still haven't been paid for your work yeah and to do it you have to now sell, sell your, work your work a second time yeah yeah so that's uh that, that that sounds like a lot of uh current day uh music sound uh, yeah yeah you're right yeah sounds like you know the Free stuff on SoundCloud. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're paying to have it listened to by people. Yes, yeah. yeah. He would soon become a champion for the cause of higher wages for writers as well as for international copyright law. To change the face of the magazine industry, he proposed starting his own journal, but he failed to find the necessary funding. Okay, let's uh, let's we're drinking pumpkin beers now. We have switched. We, 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 yeah, we, seamlessly. Yes, I mean, you didn't even know it. No, we had so no smooth. Idea. We yeah. were up getting beers, opening the fridge, pouring and things, talking. all Recording. while that was going on. Yes, witchcraft even. Our man. <laughs> sure. So, all right. They levitated out of the fridge. They did. Yes. Uh, See what? Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Duh. From Wirebacher. It's been a while since we've had one of their beers. Yes, it has, because we bought that tiny and it sucked. <laughs> like it drinking was... paint thinner in a beer bottle. <laughs> and we stayed away from them. Yeah, it's it's not hard to... Of course, uh, you can't find their 14 percenters anymore. They don't like... No. Well, we, didn't they... Aren't they bankrupt and they're... Or they were looking for someone. They're, they're still looking, open. Yeah, but yeah. I, I wonder if they, they've cut down on what they're making. I would imagine. That. Yeah. So you know. But... No, yeah, you, you. It doesn't take much to get our attention to try your beer, but it also doesn't take much for us to lower our opinion of you yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. One beer that bad, yeah, you're gonna be like, oh, and or more importantly, that expensive and that bad. That's yeah, that was part. Yeah, that, if you make a bad beer or a so-so beer and it's cheap, okay, yeah, it's a low-end yeah, beer. Yeah, but no, because it's not like an Avery. Exactly. He never had a bad age no, beer. It could be three years old and it tastes a, like new. $18 a bottle. A bottle, yeah. yeah a 12 ounce it's bottle. More than a dollar an ounce. And it's 18 to 21% alcohol. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's how it's Halfway gone. through the neck, you don't know what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> what am I drinking? I don't know. <laughs> I'm drunk already. I'm pretty sure it's just straight alcohol. <laughs> Green alcohol? Is yeah. that a beer? Yeah. <laughs> 
Alrighty, Weyerbacher. So Weyerbacher Imperial Pumpkin Ale. It is an ale brewed with pumpkin and spices, cinnamon, nutmeg, cardamom, and cloves. Yes, there we go. We're back to the cloves. Yep, yep. But what me- well, amuses me is they list five things, but they be- before they they precurse it with and spices, as if cinnamon, nutmeg, and cardamom aren't spices, or are they not spices? And I'm an idiot. They're seasonings. Seasoning. <laughs> It's the Halloween seasoning. And it clocks in at an ABV of 8%. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's appreciable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have both been guilty of turning our nose up at beers that are 5 and 6%. And we're going, oh, that's it? Yeah. We have it. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we, <laughs> we prefer the standard of the higher the ABP. Yeah, the that's better, The odds. Yeah, I mean, it, it is one of the more... It's like drinking a pile of leaves. It is one of the more flavorful pumpkin beers. It is. Because you get hints of all that stuff. You do. You red. I don't know what cloves are supposed to taste like, that's the but end. I'm pretty sure I get it. That's the end. <laughs> oh, is it? That's Yeah, that's that last. Okay. Because you, you, the end literally goes from like cardamom to cloves. It's like literally you can taste it. You want cloves? I got some in the spice cabinet. We can, you can chew on one. You'll get the idea. Do you have any cardamom? Yes. Okay. Let's get wild. Let's bust out the raw cardamom and cloves. We can crush them, smoke them. There we go. Get, get, oh, let's oh, let's do a trio of cardamom cloves in your candy that you yeah, got a couple right. yeah, months yeah, ago. Yeah, have that. <laughs> and, and, uh, Medicinal candy. We should, if you want, we could like roll in some pumpkin spice rolling papers. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, wow, we're going basic white bitch with this, aren't we? <laughs> and, and we'll then, do lines of pumpkin spice later. There, yes. And, we'll, and, and just and every time we answer each other, we'll go, yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> wearing we, our Uggs. And when we retire for the night, we'll take baths with our pumpkin spice bath bombs. Bath, bath bombs, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so I wipe my ass with my pumpkin spice flavored toilet paper. <laughs> oh, man. Back to Poe? Please. please. Uh, all right. <laughs> January. We were so, how far are we into the episode? We were so well behaved right we're until still now. Good. We're still good. I know, but we were like almost not ourselves. I think we're coming up on a half hour. Well, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It feels like 10 minutes while we're recording this. You know, I'm doing What's... my David Letterman. <laughs> you, need a pe- you need your pencil to start banging it. I don't it. have a pencil. <laughs> I got a screwdriver. And I, I'll shave my head real quick and uh, be Paul Shaver? play really weird music. Wear sunglasses. It's Paul Shaver. But at least he had a personality, which is more than we can say about Jay Leno. Or any of the others. Maybe Johnny Carson is good. Yeah. January of 1845, the January 1845 publication of The Raven made Poe a household name. He was again living in New York City and was now famous enough to draw large crowds to his lectures. He also began demanding better pay for his work. He published two books that year and briefly lived in the dream of running his own magazine when he bought out the owners of the Broadway Journal. The failure of the venture, his wife's deteriorating health, and rumors spreading about Poe's relationship with a married woman uh, drove him from the city in 1846. At like, this, real quick, I gotta say, impressive man for demanding more money for his work. 
Yeah. Something that is still a problem with all artists today. Yeah. And he, 200 years, roughly, give or take, going by. Yeah. 180, sorry, for you math sticklers. 1840? Wasn't it 1840? Yeah. Yeah. It's 180 years. That's it? Okay. And nothing has changed. Still, oh, yeah, yeah, still yeah. artists still demanding to be greedy. paid yeah. appropriately. The for creators their work. are still greedy. Yeah. The people who put it out there making all the fucking money. Yep. Yeah. Fuck Spotify. Um Quoth the Grant evermore. <laughs> evermore. <laughs> At this time he moved away uh to a tiny cottage in the country. It was there in the winter of eighteen forty seven that Virginia died of tuberculosis at the age of 24. She only lived... 24 years. Yes. Well, yeah. She only lived another 10 years after she married. Yeah. Uh, that, that marriage does that to some people. <laughs> Gives them tuberculosis? Yeah. <laughs> Back then, that was like a wedding gift. Here you go. Do you like to some lovely tuberculosis? Oh, you should have. Save it for your honeymoon. <laughs> I don't know why. I affected this accent. I will inhale this into my lungs instantly. <laughs> Her death devastated Poe and left him unable to write for months. His critics assumed he would soon be dead. They were right. Poe only lived another year, uh, another two years, and spent much of the time traveling from one city to the next giving lectures and finding backers for his latest proposed magazine project to be called The Stylus. Man, hearing it put that way, you almost feel bad for the guy. Genius writing, gets stiffed in payment, and all he wants to do is have his own magazine, and nobody will back him. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And he travels the East Coast. Looking for backers. Desperately just trying to get somebody to back him. Loses his wife. Yeah. Who? Cousin wife. Yeah. That he robbed out of the cradle. <laughs> yeah. I, given the time period, it wasn't uncommon, but still. Let's, no, I let's know. Yeah, yeah. Still let's, creepy. Let's, yeah. Um, uh, he returned to Richmond in the summer of 1849 and reconnected with his first fiance, Elmira Royster Shelton. Now, remember, Jeez. she was engaged to her. And she got engaged to some other dude. And when he came home, found out she was engaged to somebody else, he, she gave him the clap. Say so someone else was keeping her bedpan full. Yeah. <laughs> Park that uh, Big Mac truck in the little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone kept uh, Elmira Royster Shelton's wet ass pussy. <laughs> you, you alluded to it, but now you just had to go right to say right it. Yeah. They became engaged. And intended to marry in Richmond after Poe's return from the trip to Philadelphia and New York. However, on the way to Philadelphia, Poe stopped in Baltimore and disappeared for five days. He was found in a bar room of a public house that was being used as a polling place for an election. The magazine editor, Joseph Snodgrass, sent... Wait, for real? (laughs) Yes. You remember him? Well, I've, Joseph I've Snodgrass. Snodgrass, yeah. Snodgrass. I, I've used that name as like an insult before. I didn't know it was a real Man, person. Yeah, he, uh, the magazine editor, Joseph Snodgrass, sent that's Poe a, you to... You know that's how he spoke. No, I know. For sure. I'm Joseph Snodgrass. There's nothing you can tell me that's not <laughs> right about me. <laughs> yes. I'm the editor, and that is spelled with three H's. 
<laughs> Do you disagree with Snodgrass? <laughs> oh, this, is, this has to become a character. It has to be. Snodgrass is always right. <laughs> You, you, dis you disagree with the snodgrass. You you wreak the windfall. <laughs> you feel snodgrass is wrong? <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but it was. You disagree with snodgrass? That was like a shitty Pokemon. <laughs> <Your own barrel>. <laughs> <laughs> There's Snodgrass. I just like saying that. Yeah, in that voice, it's perfect. It's a shame his first name is Joseph and not something better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm Alexander Snodgrass. <laughs> yeah, Abercrombie Snodgrass or something like that. My brother Joseph's a little shit. <laughs> Don't even get me started on my cousin Aloysius. <laughs> They're not really Snodgrasses. They just took the family Snodgrass name. <laughs> it's incredible. It's an otherworldly experience. <laughs> I can't explain it. I hope it translates through I know, the I speakers do. because it's it's magical here. <laughs> I can practically see Grant with a monocle right now every time he says Snodgrass is like Back to the Future imposes itself on the photo. <laughs> Uh, the Monopoly guy has nothing on Snodgrass. Or <laughs> that fucking peanut. <laughs> Fuck him, he stole my whole look. <laughs> Monocle cane and everything. Oh I my wore the top hat first. Do you have gerbils? <laughs> Richard Gear? Uh, yeah. Uh, Richard Snodgrass, get it right. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, please go on. Back. This is gonna be an hour and a half. I know this. it's just gonna be snodgrassing. <laughs> that be ending podgrass. Pod. Be <laughs> ending snodgrass. Yeah, be ending pod Working snodgrass. Folks, thank you for listening to Ten Talks. This is snodgrass. <laughs> It's a happening Snodgrass show. <laughs> We're going to start reviewing things, and you're going to review it. It's Snodgrass. <laughs> so we got to read books and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the magazine editor, Joseph Snodgrass, <laughs> sent Poe to Washington College Hospital, where Poe spent the last days of his life, far from home and surrounded by strangers. Neither Poe's mother-in-law nor his fiance knew what had become of him, until they read about it in the newspaper. How fucked up is that? They didn't even yeah. know who to contact. Poe died October 7th of 1849, so a few days ago. Yep. Uh, was the anniversary of his death. Uh, the exact cause of Poe's death remains a mystery. Days after Poe's death, his literary rival Rufus? Here we go. Griswold. <laughs> He's no snodgrass. <laughs> wrote a library Libellus, libel, yeah, libel, libelous obituary of the author in a misguided attempt at revenge for some of the offensive things Poe had said and written about him. Griswold followed the obituary with a memoir in which he portrayed Poe as a drunken, womanizing madman, madman with no morals. Morals, Jesus Christ, them either. Yeah, and no, maybe Snodgrass should read this. <laughs> it would be much. More pronunciated. Sorry. Uh, 
with a memoir. With, yeah, I read that. He had no friends, slept around, drunk, and would bang anything. Um, Griswold's attack were meant to cause the public to dismiss Poe and his works, but the biography had exactly the opposite effect and instead drove the sales of Poe's books higher than they had ever been during the <laughs> I was author's say, everybody's lifetime. Everybody's like, fucking A, I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sodomy? <laughs> to a raven? Uh, Griswold's distorted image of Poe created the Poe legend that lives to this day. While, Gris- while Griswold is only remembered, if at all, as Poe's first biographer. Well, that's amazing. So the guy went out of his way to fuck over the legacy of Poe, and, and now he just, he's relegated to the footnotes of history as the biographer of his uh, rival. Yeah, and basically... And everybody knows he was full of shit. Yeah, he was <sighs> an asshole. Um, so I have a list here of Poe's work. Alrighty. Um, now, uh, I'm going to go... We're going to start with Tales. Okay. Uh, and tell me when you haven't heard of one, other than the one I probably can't pronounce. Uh, so these are considered Tales by Edgar Allan Poe. The Black Cat. The Cask of Amontillado. A Descent into Melistrum. The Facts in the Case of M. Valdema. Valdemar, I'm sorry. The Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. The Gold Bug. Hop Frog. Hop Frog, huh? Hop Frog, yeah. The Imp of the Perverse. Ooh, that's the Imp of, of the, the Perverse. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, was that uh, it's written like, a, it's like the Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of the guy's name now. Yeah, Tyrion. Dinklage, but... Yeah, Tyrion, Tyrion yeah. Lannister, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, His spirit uh, animal. Yeah, so... Could that character have been borrowed? Uh, yeah, oh. I would have to. I'm act, I've never read. I've never heard of that one. So <laughs> not, that, not saying it was stolen. Yeah, borrowed. Yeah, like but we discussed I mean, earlier. It's perfectly. Yeah, perfectly um, sums up the character. Uh, Ligia. If I'm saying it right, it's L I G E I A or Ligia. I'm not sure. Yeah. One of my favorites, The Mask of the Red Death. Uh, Morella, another fantastic one. The Murders in the Rue Morgue. Mask of the Red Death. Just what a great title. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the fact that it's about the bubonic plague. I thought it was about uh, his cousin wife that died because she started coughing blood from her mouth. I thought it was about the plague. Well, you keep reading. And I okay. Uh, the uh, Another great one, The Murders in the Rue Morgue. Uh, the old, I need to get one of his collections. Uh, I have one? I know. I, it was up there. It, I think it was. I saw yeah. it up there, unless it got moved. The two Oval weeks. Portrait. Another fantastic one. The Pit and the Pendulum. I, yeah. I mean, just the titles. I was just about to say that. Aside you know what from. You're getting. As, well, not just that, but aside from the talent for the writing, to, to have titles that are so good and interesting as well. That grab you. Exactly. Um, the Premature Burial. Gee, what happens there? Uh, he got too excited before he buried her. Oh, okay. He buried her before. Yeah. Oh, he was. He had the plots. <laughs> yeah, just couldn't wait to get somebody <laughs> in him. Oh, goody, I got these plots. The purloined letter. Now, here's one I'm kind of interested in. The system. Now, listen to this one. The system of Dr. Tar and Professor Feather. Oof. I mean, that, uh, yeah, that's tar uh, and feather. Oh yeah, the system of them. The Telltale Heart, another fantastic one. Yeah, absolutely, loss of breath. Now those are considered tales. Uh, tales, yeah. Okay. Poetry, and this is going to be tough. 
for the first one. Al Araf, Annabelle Lee, The Bells, The City in the Sky, The Conqueror Worm, A Dream Within a Dream, El Dorado, Yulali, uh, yeah, Yulali, The Haunted Palace, To Helen, Lenore. To Helen's an interesting one. I stumbled on that. Okay. Uh, when I was doing research earlier, it's about. Ah, fuck. I should have written it down. Instead, I just read it. Uh, it was it was written about what was it? His neighbor, his neighbor's mother, or something like that. But the she died. She died young, and he said that she was his first true and pure love, or something like that. So, to Helen was written about that person. Oh wow. Okay. I, I I thought of writing it down. I should have, but I'm stupid. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, to Helen. Lenore. Tamerlane. The Raven. The Raven is a poem. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not even a full short story or a tale. It's a poem. Eulaloon. Uh, One more time. Eulaloon. Other works uh, now. He wrote uh, Poe's only play is called uh, Polition. Only play. Only play. Okay. P-O-L-I-T-I-A-N. It's not politician. There's not enough teeth. Yeah. So it's Polition. Uh, The narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket. He created the once the man from Nantucket. <laughs> well, uh, Doctor Pym um, created Ant Man. Pym particles, yes. Yeah, Poe. This was Poe's uh, only complete novel written in 1838. It has nothing to do with Ant Man. We're being asked. <laughs> now the balloon. Hoax. He had to explain it. That's yeah. what's funny. <laughs> the balloon hoax from 1844. A journalistic hoax printed as a true story. Say that again. The balloon hoax. Okay. Was printed in 1844. It's a journalistic hoax printed as a true story. That's awesome. Yeah, I assume it has something to do with the balloon. <laughs> I'm just—it's all a misdirect. It's not, you know, uh, maybe a Thanksgiving Day parade. So, issue. real quick, we'll get back to my idiocy that yeah, I, this was I the stumbled Helen, the, uh, to Helen. Uh, his teenage crush on his friend's mother led to one of his greatest love poems. As a young teen, Poe frequently fell in love with Richmond girls, yet none of those crushes compared to his infatuation with Mrs. Jane Stith Stannard, or Stannard, the mother of Poe's school friends. Stith? Stith. S-T-I-T-H. Stithler's mom? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miss Stannard <laughs> died when Poe was 15, and by all accounts, her death affected him deeply. He stated that he wrote his poem to Helen, for Miss Denard Stannard, whom he called, quote, the first purely ideal love of my soul. Wow. Do you have it? No, that you, was... You don't have the poem? No. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, read the poem. Uh, to on. Helen. Read the poem to Helen, would you? You want, me, uh, you want me to have Snodgrass? Snodgrass. reading? <laughs> I was going to say, just have Snodgrass read it. <laughs> I, if it's as short as I think it is, then... I found it. Okay. We could have... Uh, oh, yeah, it is short. We could give Snodgrass an everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> do, you, do you want to read it, yeah. Snodgrass? No, no, no. Go, no, go ahead. <laughs> you read to Helen. I don't know if I can read, read to <laughs> Helen. Stay in the if voice while... If I can Snodgrass, snodgrass to Helen. Snodgrass it. 
<laughs> Poe wanted to. Yes, he did. I wonder what she looked like. I'm not joking. I'm just, I wonder what she looked like. <laughs> There's no punchline. I'm, I'm just like, was, I don't know. Poe po was 15, infatuated with his friend's mom. What, what's that song? Janie's mom has got yeah, it going on. Mom. Stacey, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He shows how many times I Post listen to that Post friend's mom has got, got it going on. Exactly. Post friend's mom has got no schlong. Post friend's mom. Oh, now she's dead. It was a much shorter get version. It on. Than, than, <laughs> All right, so here is Helen. Friends, mom. <laughs> Helen, thy beauty is to me like those Nisian barks of yore that gently o'er a perfumed sea the weary, wayworn wanderer bore to his own native shore. On desperate seas long wont to roam, thy hyacinth hair, thy classic face, thy naiad airs have brought me home. To the glory that was Greece and the grandeur that was Rome. Lo, in yon brilliant window niche, how statue like I see thee stand, the agate lamp within thy hand, ah, psyche, from the rains which are holy land. Panty moistener. <laughs> I can feel it. I'm, wow. I mean, she must have been a piece of ass for him to compare to Greece and Rome. <laughs> Fair I mean, enough, yeah. Yeah. Not like he compared her to Philly. <laughs> he was only 15 at the time. He hadn't been there yet. No. Because it, it was. Had he been to freaking Rome and Greece? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, if he would have been in Philly, the poem the would have started off with, Yo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's another thing. Everybody thinks Poe, you know, Poe, his writings and stuff, you think Old Europe. You do. Yeah. But. He was, and there's a little bit of it, but there really, there really he was isn't. Born yeah. in America, yeah, yeah. They 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 almost assume that he's going to have a little bit of a Shakespearean style to his writing or something, and there isn't. No, it's no, but it's just old. It's not. Yeah, but like that, like the the the. the, the it's not old English. It's just older. Like the stereotypical thought of him roaming a cold, chilly castle. Oh, for sure. Like yeah, didn't really fucking happen. Yeah, so um, he didn't have that. He was not in Europe at all. Brooding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You know, um, masturbating with a guillotine in France or some shit. No, that didn't happen. Um, I mean, funny story. That's how they invented circumcision. I figured that's how it was. <laughs> it went wrong the first snip, snip. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> please move on. I'm just thinking about all the death that he... He did have a fair amount of deaths around him. Yeah. So it, it would explain how... I mean, his fa his, pa his own parents. Yeah, yeah three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both parents are gone. Yeah. Well, um, they don't mention how, which is interesting. He killed them. Ooh. <laughs> Jesus. That was the one book. Huh? That was the one poem he wrote. I killed my parents. A dream within a dream. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, but yeah, his parents. It's a tasteful joke. Oh yeah, his parents. <laughs> Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod. Yeah, show. then he gets shit on by a fiance. A fiance. Then, and then the people who took him in shit on him and die, and, and then leave and money then shit to on him again. An illegitimate yeah. child, or yeah, that he never met. How and that's that where the, any fucking it's, it's funny enough because that's where the Allen and his name came from. Is it really? Yep. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. it was just Edgar Poe. Yeah. The Allen was when he got adopted. He should have been a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, with the with what he experienced and, and what put he up with yeah. and his name. Yeah. Yeah. Um but No, there's death all around that, him. Yeah, it explains yeah. His wife why he wrote did, what he wrote. Yeah. 
So and the chick he was engaged to was engaged to somebody else. He marries somebody else. That somebody else dies. Winds up engaged back to the first chick, only to die before that can get anywhere. Yeah, under less than ideal circumstances. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Try to finish his other works. Yes, please. Sorry. Um, okay, The Philosophy of Composition, 1846. It was an essay. Eureka, a prose poem, written in 1848, also an essay. Another essay, The Poetic Principle, in 1848. And in 1849, he began The Lighthouse. It's Poe's Poe's last incomplete work. Um, I wonder if that has to do with the movie with uh, Garfield or phone oh is it Garfield is the guy from I don't know so now Poe's death suspicious at best first off eight, uh, 40 years old okay now we talk about the Beatles and what they did in eight years with music yeah, you talk about the Doors and what they did with five or six years of music that led to, you know we can we can easily talk about groups and what the amount of stuff they put out in short periods short of time, periods okay? of time yeah Edgar Allan Poe basically from 18 till his death so 22 years yep put out books that have already spanned almost 200 years exactly yeah they've they've run the test and have done nothing time. but grown in po- popularity yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, and, and oh, they have their resurgences, like you were talking about. Too. Yeah, 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 and, and movies, and uh, yeah, I, the and you figure one, one is there isn't there a new thing coming out about Poe stuff, or is it older with John Cusack? I believe that's older. Okay, right. I never saw it. Maybe that's why it's. I didn't movie. see it either, but I'm gonna have to. I like John Cusack. See, I do too. Yeah. yeah, he's made a lot of good movies. Yeah. Um, but no, after this, definitely gonna have to talk, watch that. Yeah, yeah. The guy, but no, to, to underail your, your your train of thought. Here. Already did. I forgot where I was. No, no, I said to underail. Oh, good. Or rerail. Rerail. <laughs> Rail me again, please. <laughs> <laughs> Rail me over. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. What What did you say? Twenty two years. Twenty two years because eighteen to forty. And he spit out how many prolific work after prolific work after that prolific are just, work. Yeah. yeah. Now, granted, the poems and stuff aren't longer, but okay. It doesn't matter. So what? <laughs> yeah. They're, they're still known worldwide look after generation. Ones, look, just the poems, you know. What have most people written that were forgotten yeah. after they died? Yeah. Or while they were still alive, people are like, oh, yeah, great. I mean, just the stuff that has been turned into movies. Yeah. That alone. You figure, here's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. At least ten that I know of that are movies. Wow. Um, and I'm, you know, I want to read Dr. Tar and Professor Feather. That's Yeah, that's... That sounds uh, fucking great. I don't know what that could be about. I know. Is that in your book? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even okay. know if the book's up there. I don't even see it. It's probably been fucking other one. I, I, nope, I see it. I was going to say, I do, saw do, it do, last do. week. To the bookshelf. Oh. Like a Bible. 
but useful. Yes. <laughs> and full Unless of, I want to sit full, up higher. And full of entertainment. So I do have the complete tales and poems of Edgar Allan Poe. And it's all, all of 6,000 pages. Yeah, and it's a great, first off, it's a hard bound. It's the cover, you got the skull behind Edgar. And it's a... The name. Oh, uh, yeah, the raven the Raven's and in it, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a perfect home defense weapon as well. <laughs> yeah. What's the actual hardcover look like? Is there anything on it? It's just plain. No. It's okay. Plain. Uh, the, the, now, the spine's got something. Oh, that's nice, though. That's I like when they do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's uh, $5 at uh, least. <laughs> <laughs> so Which we is were... insane. I know. What is it? Like a thousand pages? It's got to be. It's 821. Okay, so over 800 pages. Yes. Jesus, for $5. Well, now here, this has got... This is saying there's more than the list I stole does not even have. That might have been his greatest work. That might have been. To I'm looking, this book has got so many more. Where's that stuff that is done by the publisher? That's a good question. It could have been stuff that was uh, put brought out. Well, here's like Eleonora. What is Eleonora? I don't remember reading it. Let's see. Oh, excuse me. The Conversation of Eros and Charmion. Why do you call me Eros? That's your name. Wow, this... I just found this website. Uh Uh-oh. Oh! Poemuseum.org. Oh, <laughs> that's where you, is that where you got the list from? Yes. Okay. Well, then I did. You ever find out what the Mask of the Red Death was? Um, it. I can't find the article that I read that said it was. Because I always a, thought the Red Death was the bubonic plague or one of them. Well, it's all Scarlet. quote unquote fictionalized. Yeah, because the Red Death I thought was. I wish I, I could go through. Yeah, because there were sharp pains and sudden... Did here. Here's the opening line, the opening of this tale, The Red, Mask of the Red Death. Okay. The Red Death had long devastated the country. No pestilence had ever been so fatal or so hideous. Blood was its avatar and its seal. The redness and the horror of blood. There were sharp pains and sudden dizziness and then profuse bleeding at the pores with disillusion. The scarlet stains upon the body and especially upon the face of the victim were the pest ban which shut him out from the aid and from the sympathy of his fellow men. And the whole seizure progress and termination of the disease were the incidents of a half an hour. Wow. That fucking creeps you out. It does, yeah, yeah. You're fucked! (laughs) Um... And it's about a Prince Prospero who had a party, would not save or take in the uh, poor people who were dying yeah. of it. What was I looking for again? I was looking for Dr. Tar and Feather. That's right. But real quick, I'll read yeah, on please, the, while you search for that. You, and I, here it is. Uh, the bloody inspiration for the Mask of Red Death. Yeah. It's fairly well known that Poe married his cousin Virginia okay. and that her subsequent illness inspired much of his work. But perhaps one of the most direct correlations to his work came with the first signs of her tuberculosis. While singing for the family, Virginia's lungs hemorrhaged and she began bleeding from the mouth. Soon after, in a deep denial about the severity of her illness, Poe wrote the tale of a decadent Prince Prospero, 
locked in his castle, trying in vain to keep the specter of pestilence, disease, and injury from his doorstep. So that's what they suspect, or at least this one okay, so thinks I, this, I always assumed it was the... I, I'd be willing to bet the idea came from the plague or whatever, and then when she started coughing and spitting blood, that kind of yeah. refined it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes uh, you got the the plague's always said. rattling around. Well, tuberculosis depended on how. Yeah, I mean, it lingers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah how you how, how bad Doc it Holiday. is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But. Or maybe they didn't know she had it until. That's insane. Yeah. So, uh, the the system of Doctor Tarn Fall Professor Feather is in here. Oh, how long is it? Uh, I don't know. I should have looked to see when the next one starts. Um, Doctor Tarn Feather. That's an insane. Paging Doctor Tarn Feather. Oh my god! Um, it's, it's it's only about sixteen pages. Oh, I was gonna say read it, but that's too long. Yeah. No, I can't read it all in one sitting. Yeah. I would that'd be an episode. Yeah, but there are a lot of other books on here that weren't on my list. Okay, the Imp of Perverse is on here. I will. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that's uh, about uh, six pages. It's uh, according to this. Well, yeah, they're imps. They're small. Yeah, exactly. not, not that much story to build. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, of course, all the good ones are in here. Okay, yeah, you would hope so. <laughs> so, un- can you imagine buying a collection of Poe stories and the Telltale Heart and the Ravens not in them? <laughs> Be like, what the fuck? Blasphemy. <laughs> Where's page one? The unparalleled. <laughs> I found it prior to two. <clears throat> How long is it? Because it didn't say it was this fucking long. I lost it. <coughs> oh, it is. Okay. Now, this wasn't mentioned. The Unparalleled Adventure of One Hans Pfaal. Okay. That's the very first uh, in this book. Because it's unparalleled. It is. How about Mesmeric Revelation? Don't know it. How about Miss Found in a Bottle? Ooh. Von Kemplin and his discovery. Is that where uh, the police stole a message in a bottle from? Yes, Miss Miss Found in a Bottle. (laughs) Snodgrass woke up. No, okay. Um, Anyway, Von Kemplin and his discovery. The facts in the case of M. Valdemar. Did I read that one? I don't remember. The thousand and second tale of. Oh boy. Shaz, shaz, Does it actually shaz, say Oh Boy? <laughs> wow. <laughs> the title of Oh Boy. Shaz, 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 wow. That's a hell of a title. I will spell it for you. No, I'm just no, laughing at the idea me. that Oh Boy and Wow are actually in the title. The thousand and second tale of S-C-H-E-H-E-R-A-Z-A-D-E. Yeah, him. Shaz, sh- Sheherazade. 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 One more time. Snodgrass. <laughs> That's closer. Yes. Uh, the, yeah, I mean, so anyway, so there's a lot of other things apparently that were not listed on that okay. item that I read. And there's a tissue in here. What was I reading? Uh, maybe had an issue. Uh, oh, I was okay. I was uh, reading the mystery of um, Mary Roger. Okay, a long time ago. 
because I haven't read this book in quite a few years. So yeah, there you go. I mean, Edgar Allan Poe, folks, uh, do check him out. The guy... Oh, you have to. The guy was amazing and morbid and scary. And, and... You know, do you say he might have been... How about the, the Sphinx? That wasn't listed. I didn't, that's, that's another one of his. I forgot about that. One, yeah. yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. I have I you covered everything that I researched for interesting little tidbits okay. that I was gonna sprinkle on. Okay. But there was one thing that was missed that, oh, please. that, yes, I, that I found was fucking funny. Okay. His war with Boston. As we know that's where I he did. was born. Yeah. Well, actually that's not true. I have two things. And the one is I gotta find it again. I have it written down. I though. did read about the thing, yeah. Uh, one might assume that an author famous for his tales of the macabre uh, would have spent his teen years as an angsty goth boy. <laughs> you can tell somebody's writing this trying to be funny. Yeah. While it's true to an ex- Yeah. While it's true to an extent, well, yeah, dead parents, dead, yeah. dead wife, yeah. a fiancé screwed you. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you at least had a reason. Your thoughts are going to, yeah, your yeah. thoughts are going to turn to the dark, not just because you're a, a, a spoiled rich kid in the suburbs who hates yeah, his yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go to Spencer's Gifts and yeah, just yeah, get yeah. decked out. <laughs> yeah, that's me now. There's my chemical romance button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call me Captain Edgelord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had a reason to be, For sure. let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. So while that's true to an extent, Young Poe was also known to compete in running, boxing, and long jump events. I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, when he was 15, he achieved local fame by swimming six miles up Virginia's James River. Wow. So that was the only little tidbit that I found. Because I, I, I said I was looking for obscure stuff yeah, that yeah, people yeah. wouldn't yeah. ever have heard about him. I so. did, actually, I did know he was an athlete. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. pretty cool. That's so there why was, he was able to. That's why part of the reason he was in the mil- went in the military. There, yeah. there you go. Other than looking to travel, he was in shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But what happened? Oh, we, his you know, war. Well, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, we we didn't discuss his uh, his the mystery surrounding his death. We can, yeah, we'll do we that next. Do that. That'll yeah, be yeah. more interesting than yeah. this part. This is just more of a funny head. Oh, no, 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 please. Uh, Poe po picked a lot of literary fights in his career, and we alluded to that with uh, him being a critic. It stinks. Thou stinketh. Uh, but none greater than... <laughs> this is shite. <laughs> ...with the humanity clique of New England, which included Harvard professor Longfellow and transcendentalists... Ralph Waldo Emerson. Yeah, go figure. There's two. <laughs> and James Lowell. There's a guy who is high on himself. I'm Longfellow. <laughs> no, prove it. <laughs> what are you driving? A, a souped-up pickup truck? <laughs> With the big scrotal hanging from the back? <laughs> 80-inch rims on yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a two-inch stick to match it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Class yeah. resentment drove his hatred uh, of these quote-unquote, elegant men of leisure, and he denounced Beantown while still desiring its acclaim. He despised, as he understood it, the transcendentalist optimist... Who is hammering? <laughs> there, no, there's Please a rat stop the damn hammering! <laughs> there's a rat-tap-tap at, oh, okay. at my chamber door. Uh, I went scrooged. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he, he despised the transcendentalist optimism and their belief in social progress. He sued Longfellow for plagiarism. And this is the part that makes me laugh. And he goes, and he pulled an Andy Kaufman like stunts by giving 
boring, never-ending lectures to Boston audiences and then claiming they were too stupid to understand his genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking incredible. That's great. Andy Kaufman ripped off Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) That's fucking great. All of this is either bitterly ironic or psychologically understandable given that he was born in the city and that his first collection did not carry his name. Instead, authorship is credited to, quote-unquote, a Bostonian. Are book, you fucking kidding? Flopped. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That yeah. is great. I'm just, cause I he just sat watched... there and read like War and Peace. <laughs> and, and, and just drove yeah. on for hours. I'm having, I just watched Man in the Moon last Friday. Yeah, and I'm yeah. having flashbacks to Kaufman reading whatever the book yeah, was. I forget. Now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just but droning you know okay. on for so, hours. You know, we discussed this before in high school. You were shoved Longfellow down the throat. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> and Walden <laughs> and uh, all them other asshole, you know, bullshit American artists. They would have fucking had me on this. I, I would have aced fucking English literature. It was yeah. So much more interesting for sure. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck about his pond or the goddamn shade of tree woods. Yeah, I. This was so much fucking more. Intelligent and interesting, uh, yes, and thought-provoking yeah. and true to life. Yeah, not some asshole sitting on his front porch writing about what he saw across his fucking overpaid-for piece of shit land. <laughs> I, I know it's it's a way to turn Over a generation off of reading. Yeah, yeah, force us to read boring shit. Yeah, or, and it's it's they, they still do it. Of, oh yeah, yeah, Catcher in the Rye and all this other stuff. It's yeah, the it's same like, books you. for forty yeah. years. No, uh, nobody else has written anything else. Give me one flow over the cuckoo's nest for Christ's sake. That's about nut jobs. I'll read that every day. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Give me Uh, anything. I mean, you know, I I I don't want to read Shakespeare. I'm sorry, it's difficult. I was was just going to say it. I like Julius Caesar. What? (laughs) Because they murdered the shit out of him. It was a gang stabbing. (laughs) That cuckasucker stabbed me in the back. (laughs) (laughs) It was. That's what made that to me. You know, that was. It was. But that's different from but it was a exciting. lot of other was, Shakespeare. Oh, it, well, yeah, yeah. I liked Romeo and Juliet. But he, his stuff sister. does have darker tones oh, to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that... If it's I not would, Americanized for the sensitive yeah. culture that we uh, are today with these little pussies. Original... Give me the original version, but in a language yeah, I can I, understand. Remember what I would just <laughs> discuss with you about Robin Hood? The yeah. real ending... I is can. not what anybody wants to put out. Of course not. Everybody has to survive. And everybody wants you to know, be happy. More shit. Yeah, history ain't happy. No. No, I, I, Bruce Willis died in Armageddon. <laughs> he was still the hero. <laughs> That's because when I think of Shakespeare, Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe, and all the other greats of the arts, I think of Armageddon. That's my that's that's my top three. Goes Shakespeare, Edgar Allan Poe, Bruce Armageddon. Okay. <laughs> no, just all of Armageddon, the entire movie, top to bottom. <laughs> all right, Bruce Willis might be three B. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, but no, <laughs> this took a tailspin. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's it, okay. Back to what we were discussing. Yeah, give people uh, a chance to read something interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's uh, you know, I of all the books because I, you you had reading and stuff when you were in high school and stuff. But I were reading at English. 
but were you given books that you were forced to read and then of course you had to the, well, no but then test it author on, yeah and then oh okay yeah because they they kind of made that or at least they pimped it out as like the new thing in education when i was in grades the end of grade school and the beginning of high school well, that was because you, you went have to catholic school probably why they finally caught up they stopped burning those books i think that i think you're right because yeah, one yeah. of them was 1984 and that yeah, was orwell yeah that was one of the best books i yeah, I, yeah. I ever well, read we didn't have that when i was in school yeah well you were also 10 12 years behind me yeah yeah so, so i but that's probably what it was catholic four wasn't pushed catholic school was probably like hey getting kids to read these a, books a, is yeah. a good idea yeah 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 84 should have been pushed 10 years before 84 at least <laughs> when it came out yeah um, they should be pushing that through school but, but that I mean, was one of those book that was that's the like only book like, i remember uh, being forced to read that i actually liked yeah all right oh for, fahrenheit 451 that, that was, was a good too. book that was one of them both spookily relevant today ray, ray, yeah ray bradbury <laughs> yeah uh, like uh, he's a good writer yeah um you could even say painfully relevant painfully today. relevant yeah yeah both yeah they knew it was coming george orwell and yeah yeah um good stories i, I enjoy that but yeah i didn't yeah, I, I'd I rather how read. depressed you are sitting on your land overlooking your lake. <laughs> <laughs> Gargle your shotgun. You just, you Get know, it over with. Yeah, just want to Buscemi your ass in Sopranos. Yeah, <laughs> taking your groceries in and just blow your ass away yeah. at the door. It's like, yeah. fuck you. P- put you out of our misery. Yeah, Walden should have gone down on Longfellow. Yeah, Harvard cockpricks. Well, that's, that's what it... Back then, you know, yeah, there then, was that yeah. huge air of whiffery of ooh yeah we're yeah. so much better I don't know why I go but that's like the most douchey voice I could do we're so much better than you because it sounds like the queen yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> dusty twat uh, uh, but it's uh, yeah it's just th- that holds your nose up at people yeah that's what you got from that yeah. that area in that yeah, time and he didn't go yeah, and he, he didn't give a fuck no that's great um it's too bad uh, so his death yes let's get into that uh Cheerful segue. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we did shit on that. Well, we shit on everybody that didn't like him. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so did he. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, that's interesting though, because there's nothing written that he said. Is that a crowbar in your pocket? <laughs> or he just had me to see him. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, yeah, he didn't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, but no, that, that's the one thing I'd be interested. I I suspect he wrote the reviews objectively with a hint of subjectivity to them. Yeah, but I'd be willing to bet though if he had an axe to grind against somebody, he would go out of his oh, way absolutely. to make sure he could review that yeah. book. Yeah, but I it, think so, part of him reviewing that stuff was like, "Yep, same shit, different." <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, just being bored to death by him. Yeah, yeah, it was. Anyway, um, so his passing at the age of forty. It's shrouded in mystery. To this day. To this day. Yes. Um, there is several... Theories. Yeah. Ideas. Yes. Possibilities. I'm trying to remember if I have them all. Um, because as as he as time has passed... It's been, yeah, bastardized yeah, been, and yeah. changed. And... Um, <laughs> no, I don't have that. I have... They're all kind of... They all start at the same way, and then yeah. they have their different twists. I have three different ones, but they're all kind of the same. Okay. If you want to go off of that. Well, yeah, but save the one that everybody seems to think would well, happen okay. to him for last. Because I have to agree with that one. I think he wound up wrong place, wrong time. 
with that scenario. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, All right. So I only have one that's not strictly related to that. Okay, go ahead. In 1849, Poe went missing for five days and was found, quote-unquote, I said that like eight times in this episode, I apologize, worse for wear, and delirious in Baltimore. He was taken to the hospital where he died soon after at the age of 40. No autopsy was performed. The cause of death was listed as a vague congestion of the brain. Yeah, yeah. And he Swelling was, of the brain. He was, yeah, well, they said congestion. No, so he couldn't blow his brain. He had the sniffles. Yeah, couldn't blow his brain. And he was buried two days later. Experts and scholars have proposed everything from murder and rabies to dipsomania and carbon monoxide poisoning as the reason for his demise. Yep, yep. But to this day, the cause of Edgar Allan Poe's death remains a mystery. Yeah. I mean, at this Go point... Go figure, fitting for the guy. Yeah, it, it's a shame, but it, it, it fits the mystique. Yeah. It, it fits the... Not, yeah, persona, because yeah. as we said, the, the publicized and accepted version of who Poe was isn't really who he was so yeah. the, the mystique and all that that fits yeah. really weird creepy dark dude died in a super mysterious way and then the true goth yeah tried, 180 right? years later or whatever it is people still don't know how he died yeah, that's yeah. that's impressive that's the perfect tale yeah. for somebody like that Edgar Allan Poe yeah. yeah because let's be honest he, he himself has become a celebrity oh for yeah the the entity of Edgar Allan Poe, not just the the writer or his works, no, no, just the whole him. everything, yeah. all of him, even his demeanor, his dress, his look. His, yeah, yeah, he's it's for, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I was. I'm sorry. No, uh, that was the only one that's oh, unrelated I, to the, the one unrelated. you're alluding okay. to. So, right, so you can kick off with yours. Well, the one that. Uh, Would well, you want me to go into the one that I think it was that I have to agree with? Yeah, mine all say kind of the same thing. It's just deep, like. Okay, because I know thoughts or details of how I, it. I know there's one story where he ran into an old buddy, and the buddy talked him into drinking, and he had a drinking issue. Blah 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 blah. He had previous a drinking issue or something, and it was like, eh, whatever. It, the one article I read, he did join AA for a period oh, of time. Yeah, okay. or so it says. I mean, who the fuck knows back okay. then? You know, right, yeah. I, Jesus Christ, you're supposed to be anonymous. You had AA <laughs> back then. It's what it one thing said. You got to take everything you read with a grain of salt. That's on the true. Internet. Yeah, but did they have uh, OA. Opium Anonymous? It's funny enough, he was not an opium addict. Well, I didn't say he was, but did they have one? Oh, it would have been more useful. <laughs> you would think. With them opium, opium dead pictures dead when I freaking looked up Edgar Allan Poe pictures? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, pardon me. Um, it was a beer and... That beer and shoulder? That, yes, beer and shoulder. It's, when you it's, drunk, it's the worst shampoo ever. Wash your hair. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so the, the Coopers... If that, is Coop- it Coopers or is it Coors? Or is it? I thought I don't remember. I don't, yeah, is I don't P, know There's pronounced. no U. I know. So it can't be Coors. Yes. So it's cooping. Sure. When you knock somebody out or drunk, get them drunk or drug them up, drag them into a voting place and have them uh, vote for somebody multiple, 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 multiple times. Yes. It's different in clothing. So basically, it's the same guy just with six different ads on. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't. How stupid were people back then? <sighs> Not so much stupid. It was corrupt. Woefully corrupt. It was corrupt. That's uh, gangs in New York. Yeah. Oh yeah. How yeah, many yeah, times yeah. you voted today? Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good. yeah. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. That those 
those are the fine fellows that we we herald and take as beacons of truth yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. bedrock of our country. Yeah, yeah, Corrupt, yeah. alcoholic pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's who we hero worship. Yeah. Oh, this is what the forefathers intended. Yeah, okay, back you know. The, yeah, back in the 1840s, <laughs> 7 billion people voted for the United States. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just for one candidate. Yeah, just for, yeah, yeah. The other <laughs> candidate only mustered 2 billion. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blowout. <laughs> so, but a total of 9 billion people voted. Thank you all for coming out several times. And, and, and This is why we're the greatest country in the world. That's right. Because you guys not only want to do it once. <laughs> for 19 times. <laughs> now, thank God. Go out and have more children, folks. You know. That's like one of the best uh, is the, uh, the uh, Black Sheep with Chris Farley. Yeah. Where the voter fraud with the dead, all the dead people that. Yep. Yeah. Which definitely isn't based on what happens. No, it's not at all. That's not a true story. I need to watch Black Sheep. It's been too long since I've seen that one. Gary Busey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) But anyway, the Coopers. I mean, I don't know if you had a better story than me, but I'm going to pull off the top of my head. No. But he was found in the bar where it was a polling place. There's a better. Your polling place is in a A bar. bar. You know, up until like, what, what? I don't know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, bars used to be closed on Election Tuesday. Yeah. Now, forced, I don't know if they still are. Forced the drunkards to actually go do something. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if they still are because I'm drunk and don't remember to go vote. Um, so, <laughs> I'm voting for uh, George Herbert Walker Bush this time around, by the way, folks. He sounds like a great guy. <laughs> I just heard of him. He's got this guy running with him, Dan Pheasant. That his name? Yes. Okay, good. Anyway, um, so yeah, he was. They were found. They found him in a bar in clothing that obviously was not his. Was not his. Yeah, that yeah, was like too big for him or something like that. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't read what it the specifics about yeah, that. Yeah, but, but. Uh, and then uh, that he died of brain swelling, brain hemorrhaging, brain. Basically, he was probably hit in the head, or he just quite possibly drank himself. To- to death to the point where because when you drink too much you start slowly embalming your brain yeah 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 yeah. so he may have could have been really severe alcohol poisoning too come to think of it yeah yeah but yeah that's that's what I read that they were getting because the Cooper you would get you drunk they would get you wrecked on the borderline of complete blackout yeah 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 you were conscious enough to stand and talk and that was about it yeah and it probably wasn't very coherent on either either front and to vote they probably just needed your ex yeah next to and and uh, they held your arm and made yeah 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 yeah. because the people running the polling stations and also the people doing this um cooing or cooping I like how the one article I read, they were called ruffians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, These yeah, ruffians, yeah. Not, not they're, they're hand in hand. Yeah, they're in cahoots. Just, yeah. This isn't a independent location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the oh, yeah, polling station yeah, and yeah. the Coopers or whatever, they're, they're the, same the same people. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> it's, it's just it's, Joe and Fred and Dan yeah. instead of Joe and Fred going to independent <laughs> guys' How place. come that one guy over there got... Ten I voted stickers. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like a college football helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyes are X's. <laughs> so what's your name? I voted fourteen times. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. 
My name's voting. <laughs> My name's voting. <laughs> My name's I voted. I vote X. <laughs> but the, the the same the story I read uh, seems the same. Um, he was uh, found in a semi-conscious or disheveled state at a polling site. Yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was a bar. Yes. Uh, now this one has. Uh, the name of it was I, found at Ryan's Fourth Ward Polls. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I did that one time. I got hammered at a polling station. They threw me out of the library. <laughs> did you get the vote? No. They were not happy, but I let my daughter vote. <laughs> they didn't understand where I got all the liquor from in the library. <laughs> so they, of the school. Here's something interesting. They were drugged. Elementary library. A gallon of it. What? in the library. <laughs> they were drugged and forced to vote at one polling place after another uh, yeah, until yeah. they were left for dead. They were left, yeah. Uh, so that's why I didn't get either. All these guys voted multiple times. How many dead bodies did they find on fucking the day after voting day? Say that again? How many dead bodies were there oh. laying in the streets <laughs> like or a- at polling places after voting day? It just looked like a battlefield. Yeah. It's just dead drunk. literally after. makes no sense. And, and it was just all written off as like, oh, they just drank too much. Yeah. Not the fact that like, there was a funnel in half of their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, uh, what should, maybe they uh, rear-ended it. Oh. Uh, butt chugging. Butt chugging. Yeah. The IPA way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they don't call it polling places for nothing. <laughs> well, either way, whether you vote or not, you're still getting screwed. That's why it's called a polling station. <laughs> Even if you do vote, you're getting screwed. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're still getting it one way uh, or the other. So, yeah. So, that's, yeah. So that's, that's, that's the most common uh Proposed or yeah, uh, apparently a friend of his even wrote a article or a story or something, and it's apparently in the Poe Museum that that's what he believes to yeah, have happened. Because yeah. one of the things, like you said, feels like an hour ago, but it's probably only five minutes ago, was the disguises and stuff like that. And he was found yeah. in another person's clothes yeah. that weren't his, and that was that was the common thing: get them liquored up, throw them in the disguise, and get them to vote again. Yeah, I mean, if you're if it's if, okay, if you're running the polling place and you're also getting these people drunk. Yeah. And why, why not just keep voting yourself? <laughs> I They weren't that corrupt. Apparently, apparently. They, they had they had. We have to get others to do this for us. <laughs> we can't keep that? writing our own X's. They'll catch on. <laughs> Trying to place that accent. <laughs> but yeah, they were corrupt, but apparently they had a line in the sand that they drew. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was... Other than just writing their own name, thirty-five thousand. Didn't matter that they were killing somebody. No, they that was fine. Yeah, they just, they just wanna, themselves. They didn't want to just keep changing their name. Yeah, they had an important Fred public. Smith, John Smith, <laughs> Abe Smith, Alex Edgar Smith, exactly. Black Smith, White Lonnie Smith. Smith. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lonnie Smith was a baseball player, right? <laughs> Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. Yeah, he, he, he backflipped after he voted. <laughs> yeah, that's how he only voted once. They couldn't catch him. That's right. He was the whiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you'd have told me we'd been talking about Edgar Allan Poe and Ozzy Smith in the same breath, I'd have said, you're, you're on fucking crack. 
<laughs> Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. <laughs> we never fail to disappoint. <laughs> There's the tagline. <laughs> I'm gonna piss myself! (laughs) 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 I'm writing it down before I forget! I heard five spots! (laughs) (laughs) We we never fail to disappoint! Yes! Forever saved! In my files! Oh, that hurts so bad. Holy shit. <laughs> Where's the Tylenol? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, oh damn. You're like five spots. Oh, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to labor. <laughs> 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 I hope you enjoyed this. Memory Lane of Edgar Allan Poe with our right. folks. The Edgar Allan Poe Happy Hour. Oh. <laughs> we, never, <laughs> we never failed this <laughs> That is just incredible. So unintentional. You said it and I don't even think you realized what you said. It was so good. I don't think that's from the laughter. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever laughed so hard your uh, teeth hurt? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Grass. <laughs> I can't see. Uh, <laughs> Random question? Random question. Is the fire look angry? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, bitch to Bob. Where's that spider? I mean, I don't see, there's no hourglass. Well, I wouldn't let it bite you, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not like a super not bad up. one. We, we've, okay. I've killed like four of them in the last month. Of four what? Of those. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Fair not, warning, they squish and they're disgusting. Well, yeah, it's big. It's going to... Where? Here, I'll get it then. Uh, we're it's it's going to pop. Bad. I'll just catch it and flush it in the sink. Catch it um, the yeah, it's not no hourglass and it's not no brown uh, recluse. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the worst ones off the tome. They're like that and mostly black, but they got like a gold diamond or triangle uh-huh. on them. They will bite you and you'll get a reaction. Oh, wonderful. But but they're quick. Okay, yeah. All right, folks. Well, uh, bye. <laughs> you you alone tonight? Oh, okay. Guess he's right there. <laughs> I found him. Well, gentlemen and ladies, let's end this one. That's right. Um, it was... Uh, and all other identities. Yes, we enjoyed... Uh, check out Poe. Uh, I'll, I'll put some links to the museum and stuff in this description. There we go. Um, Where's the Poe Museum located? I believe it's in Baltimore. That's interesting. It's in Baltimore. Well, maybe I always thought that's where he was from. Yeah, he's from Boston. but uh, uh, Born in Boston, raised yeah. in Virginia, and did yeah. a lot of his stuff Rich in Virginia, man. but then went That's back and forth between Baltimore, Philly, and Virginia. Yeah, what's cool is we're close enough to trace, it, to trace his 
trail. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, we're, we can do that. It, it, I'd love to. One day post-plague. Yeah. It'd be cool to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to venture out. Yeah. Because the fact that he was that he was traveling from Virginia to Boston Philly, to New Philly York to Boston. Baltimore yeah. when he was before he died. Yeah. Because I mean his luggage is was found in different places even. Really? Yeah. So it's it's just it would be interesting it just to goes see. To show nothing's changed with his luggage. <laughs> it uh. wasn't called the TSA. But <laughs> that's where the ancestors came from. Oh fuck. Man, Keeping that, you and your luggage separated. That hurts. One trip at a time. Uh, I'm going to need painkiller. <laughs> That's a good laugh. When you when you hurt yourself <laughs> and go into labor. <laughs> Pretty sure. I got to pee. So do I. Let's, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's do it. So, it was a good episode. Check out Poe. Yep, please. You do. can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. If you want a good Halloween-y spooky story, there you go. Exactly. Good po to good, I grow up Poe. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Any Pod Show. Um, hopefully you have a happy ending. Spooky Halloween. Spooky ending. As I vibrate. <laughs> that, that's plenty spooky. 